Welcome to the Out of the Basement Podcast, a show where a group of friends get together and talk about a variety of geeky topics. Find out what shows we've been watching, find out what movies we've seen, find out what games we're playing. Come along and join us. We hope you enjoy the show. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Out of the Basement Podcast. My name, as always, is Darren Tirak, and uh, today I'm joined by... Oh, sorry, I don't have the ch, so there's no ch. Uh, today I'm joined by Patrick Gleason. Hello, hello. Oh, that was uh, my face. <laughs> Paul Sanders. Hello. I'm not, I'm not opening a can. You guys can suck it. Patrick Rabsahoy. Hello. And Dwayne McKinnon. So, the, the gang is back again. I'm all um, wet. That was everywhere. <laughs> God. Uh, today we're doing a, uh, a board or a Skype session, uh, mainly because we want to get it out before the end of the month, and we don't have a chance to get together this weekend. Uh, so we're we're doing it online instead. Uh, hopefully, it's going to sound okay. I've got uh, I've got it recording on my end, and uh, we'll see how it turns out. Okay. Right. The reason we're not do- able this weekend is our buddy Bruce is in town yes. from uh, UK, and we are drinking and pen dragging. <laughs> All right, so, as always, our first segment is Weeks in the Hobby. Uh, I am going first because you fuckers screwed me over last time, and uh, I forgot to tell, <laughs> talk about a bunch of stuff that I wanted to talk about. So I'm going to talk about that. That was last, that was last yeah. month, man. It's yeah, it was. And since I haven't talked about it, I'm going to talk about it now. Okay, so I'm going to start with TV shows because that's the majority of things that I have to talk about. Um, I just finished watching uh, Lock and Key. Uh, I don't know if you guys have started with that. It is great. Uh, it's on Netflix. Was, Go ahead. I, I wasn't sure about it because I've I've seen the uh, source material. Mm-hmm. I wasn't quite sure whether or not it'd be kind of my cup of tea, but I've been hearing really good things. Yeah, so I really enjoyed it. Um, it's it's kind of like a, a mystery. Uh, it's a bunch of kids who apparently they live in a, or they uh, inherit uh, this house, which has a. I don't know if it's the house's thing, but there's there's a, a bunch of these keys, and these keys do weird things. Like, each key has a different ability, and uh, and there's someone trying to take those keys away from them to do some mysterious thing, and you have no idea what, what's happening. Um, so it, it's, a, it's a pretty cool mystery show. I, I actually really liked it. So we just finished watching that uh, yesterday. Uh, right before that, we finished watching um, Sabrina, part three of Sabrina the Teenage Witch, or the... Wonderful Adventures of whatever whatever the new show's called, Adventures. The Chilling. That's the one, yeah. So, um, I don't know. Season three was okay. I I don't think I liked it as much as I liked the first season, and I think the second season was also very good. But the third season, I don't know. It just it, it felt weird, uh, but it was neat and uh, and supernaturally, which we like. So, yeah, it was it was fun. I uh, also finished watching the last season of The Good Place, and that is a fantastic show. But again, this last season I didn't find as enjoyable as, like, say, the first season. The first season because it was all new and and uh, and, and you didn't really know anything about it. Like, they really hit that first season out of the park. Season two yeah. was okay. Season three really went downhill. I, I didn't like season three as much at all. Four was better than three, but not as good as the first two. Uh, but the ending was very sweet, and you know I cried. Uh, so you cried everything. Yeah, it's true. It's true. I I, I do tend to, to tear up about emotional things, and like it was because it was the last episode. It was kind of like uh, everyone was saying their goodbyes. Anyway, it was it was touching, and I liked it. 
Uh, another show that I want to talk about, uh, The Last Kingdom. I just finished watching oh, the that last season so of that. That looks good. Oh, good. It's all about uh, the Saxons and then the uh, yeah. um, uh, the Danes, I think, or, or the other people. So it's basically the battle between yeah. the, the Danes and the Saxons in England uh, during like the 6th or 8th, yeah. 10th or whatever century. Mm-hmm. Um, very good show. It uh, it follows one major guy who was born a Saxon, but he gets uh, his family gets wiped out uh, before the show begins, and he's raised by the Danes. So he kind of lives in both worlds, and uh, he has he's adopted into a Danish family. So he has uh, like, uh, his brother and his sister, and like people who were important to him from his Danish side. But he's also Saxon, and he kind of wants to regain his ancestral lands. And uh, and it, the show is very very good. And if you like, every time I watch it, it makes me want to play Pendragon again because it's very much the kind of things that we're doing in Pendragon. Well, th- those are the based on the books, right? Uh, yeah, I do believe they are based on a series of books, and they're really good. Yeah. Books are really good as well. There's a lot of history and stuff like that, and I have not used any of that at all in Pendragon. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, another no, show recognize our pet dragon anyway. <laughs> so another show I want to talk about, and this is completely not within our normal genre, but I loved it because a it's about football. Uh, sorry, soccer, the game where you hit your ball with your foot, <laughs> yeah. and it's oh, about a, about a team in Montreal of all places playing in <laughs> like the MLS, but at the U twenty three level. It's so weird. I mean, it's it's a team that doesn't exist. It's called the uh, Montreal Thunder. The show itself is called 21 Thunder. I, I didn't know what I was getting into when I got into it, but because it was about football, I, I, was, I, I just wanted to check yeah, it out. Yeah. It was great! I really yeah. liked it. I really liked it. Uh, so if you just like um, a good drama that happens to also be involved sports, uh, you might enjoy this show. I really liked it. And I liked the fact that it was in Montreal. It was a, definitely a Canadian show. You'll see some very regular Canadian actors pop up in it. I think Cole Meany is in it. No, not Cole Meany. Um, uh, the, the the tall dude, the bald guy, who's in every Canadian TV show. I don't remember his name. Anyway, so he's in it. Uh, if, if, uh, if, okay. if, you, if you ever saw a, a Bon Cop, Bad Cop, uh, he plays the, the Anglophone uh, cop. Oh! Ah, oh, fuck, yeah. Super oh, calm. Calm Fiore. Yeah, Calm Fiore, that's the dude. He was calm something. Anyway, great show. Uh, I'm currently watching uh, the fifth season of Gotham and the third season of Vikings, kind of, when I have time. Those are shows that Jennifer's not into. And mm. we just started watching, we saw the, only the first episode so far, or partway through the first episode, of October Faction, which is a show that's relatively new to um, to Netflix. But as we were watching the, the, the opening couple of scenes of the show, Jennifer's like, okay, we have to watch something else, because this is exactly the same as Lock and Key. Like, it is exactly the same storyline as Lock and Key, except without the magical keys. Instead, there's a like a secret society, academy or whatever, who hunt monsters. And, uh, and but, but, like, the whole opening premise is um, somebody has died, and they're going to their old ancestral home, and uh, they've inherited the home, and so they're, uh, they're dealing with that. It, it's, it was so similar to Lock and Key, which we had just finished watching, that just like, okay, we have to watch something else first. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's all I have for shows that I'm 
currently watching or have currently watched. Um, I, I do have two shows that I'll talk about that are coming up, though, that are next on my list. And one is the second season of Alter Carbon, which just dropped, I think, yesterday. Actually, no, oh, today. today. It dropped today. today. I'm so excited about this. I, I, we could move that off into uh, News and Rumors. News and Rumors, yeah. And uh, the other show was uh, the fourth season of Better, Better Call Saul, which also dropped sometime. Yes. Excuse me, sometime this week. Uh, I haven't seen any movies. Um, oh wait. Well, we saw we did. We saw Birds of Prey. Oh, see Birds of Prey. Yes, um, Pat. I'll wait till you start talking about it. Um, I, I, <laughs> apparently, Pat don't like it. I liked it. I thought no, it, was no, a, it was a fun I, movie. No, no, I'll, well, you I'll, like everything. I'll, I'll explain when I get to it. I yeah. did like it. It was. That, that's true. I do like the majority of movies that I see, even if they're kind of crappy movies. I'll still enjoy them. Um, I'm usually harder on the DC movies and the Marvel movies just because they they're usually so dark. Um, and this one was dark. Uh, no, this one wasn't. Unless they have Superman in it, which case I don't care what's in it. I'll I'll still watch it. Or how bad it is. Yeah, regardless of how bad it is. Justice and League. Justice League. See, I I love Justice League, <laughs> but only because Superman is so kick-ass and that while everyone else is kind of average at best. <laughs> um, for video games, uh, we're playing a lot of Division. Uh, Division two. two specifically, uh, but uh, <laughs> yeah, it's unfortunate. Although he did pick it up when it was cheap, so hopefully, yeah. yeah, hopefully it, it, it didn't set it back too much. Um, <laughs> the other game I'm playing, I don't know if I've, if we've had a chance to talk about this, is uh, the third installation of the Witcher series. No, um, that's when you. Yeah, so you I, yeah, another show. I think we talked about this last episode was the the Witcher show, yes, which uh, which I did <laughs> sit down and watch with Jen. She loved it as much as I did, and uh, that kind of. Um, spurred me on to actually try the game. Uh, the game wasn't on sale when the sh- when we ended watching the show, so I had to wait a couple weeks. But you know, because it's Steam, there's always a Steam sale. So I picked it up on the Steam sale, and uh, I've been playing it pretty nonstop, um, except for when we stopped to play uh, Division Two together. So if, if I'm playing solo, chances are I'm playing The Witcher, and um, I'm really enjoying it. It's it's a great great game. What do you think of Superman being uh, as a you know? Uh, I thought that was a great, uh, great uh, choice. Um, he's a good actor, uh, yes. and the role that he plays in The Witcher, because he's kind of trying to play it as emotionless as possible, just because mm-hmm. of the makeup of how witches are created magically, it kind of yeah. strips them of all their emotion. Um, so he uh, he he does a great job. I mean, it's it's got to be pretty easy acting as a wooden, uh, <laughs> emotionless person. Ask Keanu about that. <laughs> no, Keanu was a great actor. I, I'll, I'll never accept a bad word about Keanu. He is a great actor. The um, person to ask, the person to ask, would have been the late great Leonard Nimoy. Right. Because he had a very hard time doing an emotionless fuck. Right. Okay, so that's pretty much all I have to talk about uh, in this segment of the show. Uh, so I'm going to pass it on to Paul. Me? Love what you Paul? Like, what? What? Me? What? 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 Yep. Okay, what have... I'm going to make sure... Hold on. I'm going to make sure Pat is last. Okay, oh, yeah. cool, cool, fair cool. enough. Oh, fair what? enough. Okay, so um, I'm like you. I've been mostly focused on Division 2. Um, I haven't really been doing too much of anything else. Um... I have looked forward to uh, watching Altered Carbon. Obviously, it dropped today, so I have not had a chance to even glance at it. Um, what else have I watched? I actually started watching Breaking Bad, believe it or not. Oh, Breaking Bad's oh. a great show. 
I had I had I had never seen it. I had never I mean it's been on my list since I got Netflix like a year and a half ago. But I had I had yet to actually sit down and watch it. So I'm partway through the third season now and I'm kind of enjoying the mayhem that is this story, <laughs> if you will. One disaster after another is what it seems like to me. Uh, um, so, so, Paul, if you enjoy that show, I would definitely suggest watching the spinoff called Better, Go- Better Call Saul, yeah, which is I've, just I, about Saul Barrington. Yeah, I've, I've, uh, I've glanced at it. Um, I might get to it at some point. And then at the see. three end, uh, watch Camino. El, uh, El Camino. Mm-hmm. Mm. Which is movie, movie, movie follow-up. Yeah. yeah, the follow-up. Yeah. Mm. Okay, interesting. So I basically, Better Call Saul takes place before Breaking yes. Bad, but you mm-hmm. need to watch Breaking Bad to understand all the characters, really. Yeah. Yeah, I kind of gathered that much. Yeah, okay. Um, other than that, it's just been work, work, work. We're getting ready for um, CTC and a few other uh, yeah. upcoming... Uh, well, definitely are getting ready for Stephon coming up next month. Uh, yeah, and just in like three or four weeks now. Yep. So and, yeah, we got. Uh, yeah, so it's pretty much just uh, me getting some of our gear set up and ready for uh, for those. But uh, that's pretty much me. I'm I'm the easy one to me. All right, let's pass it on to the other Pat, not Gleason, Mr. Ramsavai. How are you doing? I'm doing good. Okay, so, uh, let's see here. Uh, recently, television-wise, um, well, uh, did we talk about the, the finale of Arrow? No. Uh, I haven't I seen it. Uh, no. Can't remember. You, got, you guys didn't say it was coming up. You guys didn't really fit into it. Well, I, I was, uh, following Arrow. I thought the, the series has, uh, ended pretty well, uh, no it's spoilers. It'll be interesting to see where it goes from there because uh, they they are uh, laying seeds down for a new Arrow series that's taking place in the future, and uh, there are some interesting developments with uh, Diggle. Oh, I always like Diggle. Diggle speak. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I, he was good enough that he's actually become canon in the comic books. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. I just watched. I, I enjoyed it. Yeah. Just watched the latest episode of Flash today. Mm. Uh, and uh, it was a, a Gorilla Broad episode. Oh. Uh, it's kind of interesting how the Arrowverse is handling everything post-crisis, because everybody seems to be doing their own kind of thing. Um, Supergirl was kind of leading the charge and sort of set up how the world's supposed to be. Um, Flash is kind of dealing with his age-old, okay, the world's changed, how do I deal with it, because it's not the way I used to, I remember it being kind of thing, because he <laughs> dealt with that through Flashpoint as well. Uh, Batwoman has taken a really weird turn on it, uh, because they set up some rules that don't exist in, in, in anywhere else in the Arrowverse, because uh, apparently uh, in the Batwoman world, when uh, doppelgangers exist, together, then they can't exist together. One has to die for both of them to live, or for one of them to live. That Which doesn't work but doesn't work in the other universes. Not at all. I mean, uh, Supergirl had the first episode after Crisis, and uh, you know, you've got alien doppelgangers standing next to each other. It's like the world's just doubled up now. A uh, question for you, Patrick, then. For Batwoman, is the fight choreography any better, or is it still really bad? Um, it... I mean, it, it's CW. They kind of just go fast and, and so on. Um, it. I mean, uh, 
plot-wise, I'm kind of enjoying it. Uh, it. It is interesting. I'll admit I have issues with their continuity issues because uh, last year, or last season, uh, Elseworlds in the Arrowverse was where Batwoman was introduced, mm-hmm. and she was an existing character. Right? She already had a history in Gotham, but uh, her series is basically starting from the beginning, and so everything that happened in Crisis was happening in her I'm getting Future. established in Gotham continuity, not her I'm already here continuity. So they, I think they messed up on that one. Well, they, they established early on, like, in press for the show and stuff, that uh, the first number of episodes were set previous to uh, to the Elseworlds thing. And then once, once, she, once she got up to the crossover... Was supposedly caught up, right? So, well, we didn't. They didn't give you any clues that the crossover ever happened, right? You you don't hear, you know, just name drop Supergirl or something like that to say, oh, okay, now now we know that Elseworlds has, ha- has happened in her continuity. Uh, it and it seems to be going pretty fast. So if I was just watching Batwoman, uh, and that was my introduction to the Arrowverse, and then I started catching up on old things, I. You're wondering what's going on here a bit as far as time or the way events uh, go, I suppose. Uh, let's see, other stuff. Um, I watched uh, this uh, interesting uh, anime on Netflix called The Girls and Panzer. Uh, uh, I have watched that as well. <laughs> it, it is amusing. Uh, <laughs> Very Basically, it's uh, it's about all girls' school, and for some reason, one of the ways they make young ladies out of out of the girls is uh, through uh, what they call tankery, where they basically operate World War II tanks, and, and each school has fights against each other, uh, looking for the big championship. So it is ridiculous and entertaining all at the same time. It is. <laughs> you you, you, you uh, gotta love the Japanese. Yeah the Japanese imagination sometimes. They come up with the most crazy concepts. Yep. Uh, <laughs> well, another crazy concept. Uh, is it wrong to try to pick up girls in a dungeon? That's another one that's recently come on to Netflix, even though it's an old It's movie. on my list. I haven't watched it yet. Yeah, so, uh, basically what's happened is the gods have uh, decided that they can come down to the mortal world but when they do, they lose their powers, except for the ability to bless people to become adventurers. Uh, and so each god has their own uh, following of adventurers that they're sort of helping out. And uh, the main goddess here is Hestia, and her uh, one and only follower is uh, a fellow named Bell. And uh, he's trying to make it as an adventurer, and he ends up uh, falling for uh, an adventurer from another, from actually Loki's. <laughs> and uh, and so he's trying to improve himself, and he's just you know wowing everybody by how good he's getting, and he's still thinking that he's you know the typical I'm I'm no good at what I'm doing, even though I'm totally overpowered. <laughs> and there's only one season of it, uh, at least that's been released. Uh, it it is an older show, so if there is uh, other seasons, uh, they they may come out, but uh, it. It was. It's fun, but it does definitely does leave room for more to happen when you get to the end of it. In fact, it kind of drops on a 
on a pretty big kind of a cliffhanger. It's not a people are in danger, but it's like, ooh, what's that bit of information and where's that going to take everybody? Another anime on Netflix sells at work. It's meant to be semi-educational, but it's basically imagining if the different parts of your body or the cells in your body actually are workers and they're in this big city, which is your body, trying to do their job. It's explaining what the different cells do, what their jobs are, and so on. I've watched a few episodes of that. It's not bad. Yeah, the main characters are red blood cell and white blood cell. So, Paul, there's a lot of stuff that you keep saying, oh, yeah, I saw that as well. Oh, I saw that as well. I don't mention I don't. mention a lot of the anime stuff because you guys poo-poo on me every time I do so. No, we don't poo-poo you. I do. I mention anime all the time. Nobody anything. Yeah, we talk about anime all the time. I know, but for some reason, whenever I bring it up, you guys say, oh, children's show. No. You give me a hard time. I don't think any of us think that anime is children. In fact, a lot of us know that anime is not always for children. No, I know. I'm pretty. I'm. I'm just saying it as you guys do to just dig at me, so I don't say anything. Oh, <laughs> never done it. I don't doing that, Paul. Ev does it all the time. Well, Dev, I don't, hold Dev on. Is that period? Dev's a, a dick. That's hold on. Dev's I don't know about all the time. Well, you are a dick all ninety percent of the time. That is unfair. <laughs> but accurate. But unfair. <laughs> Brenda, uh, Brenda and I have also been watching Star Trek Picard. Oh yes. That's uh forgot about that one. You mentioned it last time. You were talking about it. Yep. Yeah, so it, it's uh picking up its pace. It it had a slow start, uh, but it, it is picking up its pace. There was actually a fair bit of action in the in the last episode because they uh, were trying to uh rescue uh, Bruce Maddox and who if you'll remember in the next generation, uh when data was on trial as to whether or not he was a, a living toaster being, or not? Hmm? A toaster or not? That's right. So Bruce Maddox was the uh, the guy on the other side of it. The uh, data is a just a tool to be tested and looked and examined. And where Picard, or no, it was wasn't Picard. It was uh, Riker. It was Riker who was defending it as a as a person who has uh, who has rights and so on. So yeah, um, it Picard has a lot to do with. Uh, with androids and Romulans and Borg. Uh, so, uh, yeah, if, if you enjoyed Star Trek, I think it's worth checking out. Unfortunately, we let our Crave uh, uh, subscription lapse, and so I may be out of the loop on that one for a little while. Ah, uh, good. Crave things is, is going to be for our segment three talk. <laughs> do you, uh, Pat, yeah. uh, do you have uh, CTV Sci-Fi? Uh, no, we uh, we cut our cable uh, earlier on this year. Excellent choice. So, uh, okay. Yeah, so we're just working off of streaming services now. Mm-hmm. So now that we have the uh, extra cash from Crave lapsing, we've got to decide if we want to go back to Crave or pick up Disney Plus. Because I don't think we're going to be able to do both. Well, Disney Plus would be cheaper. Yes. Yeah, it is. But, you know, we miss out on things like Westworld and Picard and I won't be seeing uh, Legends of Tomorrow. That's not true. You can. There's always ways. Legally see these shows. <laughs> <laughs> the dev way. When there's a will, there's a way. <laughs> and uh, technically, Dev's not doing anything illegal. True. Not at all. It's the other. He's just uh, partaking in somebody else's illegal activity. Correct. Well, yeah, but he himself is not 
doing anything. Addy does it for a VPN, so nobody knows. <laughs> well, except all our, our 20 or 30 listeners. <laughs> yeah, they know. They know your dirty little secret, Deb. We have that many? I will, at, at our next meeting, I will put I will give you guys our download uh, stats. They're actually pretty good. They are. Good. Nice. Um, so, movie-wise, uh, we went to see uh, Sonic the Hedgehog. It was my uh, stepson's birthday wish. Okay, that, that, that makes sense. Yeah. And it was actually uh, pretty good. It, it's not bad for a video game movie. I know nothing about Sonic other than he's a blue hedgehog that runs fast, but... Uh, <laughs> It, it, it was it was pretty good. It was very. How's how's Jim Carrey? Uh, he goes back to his uh, Ace Ventura mask persona. This. Okay. He's totally over the top uh, villain. But I think it works for the movie, though. Doesn't oh it? yeah, it works for the movie. He's really good. Um, on Netflix, uh, saw In the Shadow of the Moon. Now, this is not the documentary about the Apollo missions. This is uh, a time travel story. Uh, oh right, yeah. yes, where they? I saw that one. Yeah, it, a long time ago. Uh, well, it's only been out for a little while, I think. It, it was a, uh, it's a 2019 movie. Yeah. So it, it it's pretty good. Um, it's interesting. It's interesting, yeah, because we're following this one detective through time uh, as this uh, time traveler, tra- well, time traveling serial killer comes back every nine years, and so it's an extremely yeah. slow revealing what's going on and of course he figures out fairly early on that there's some kind of time travel involved uh, but you know, nobody's believing him so you also see his career deteriorating over time as well hmm. uh, on a list of uh, movies worth checking out was uh, Fast Color uh, this is kind of a superhero movie though it's not you know, a out in your face superhero uh, it's about a family of uh, black women who over generations all have uh, special abilities so for the most part uh, the ability is to disintegrate things and then reintegrate them later Um, with the one caveat that you can't fix anything that's broken so you can only bring it back to the same state it was in when you disintegrated it Uh, but one of the uh, women has lost that ability and in in its place she uh, is dealing with severe seizures. I mean, severe enough that she's essentially creating earthquakes. Ooh. Uh, and so the government is trying to track her down and find out about her. Uh, this is also taking in a time and a place where climate change has had a severe effect and water is an extremely rare resource. You know, people are paying like $50 for a half gallon of water and things like that. Uh, so it, it's interesting. It, it's actually a pretty good movie. Uh, as a, a whole different sort of a take on people with powers <laughs> perspectives. Uh, aiming, well, I did uh, download uh, Division yeah. 2. Uh, <laughs> we didn't realize how old your computer was. But my computer can't play it. Every time I load it up, it, it breaks. Oh, no, it won't, you won't be able to play it at all. At all. Yeah. So We didn't uh, realize how old it was. If we knew how old your computer was, we would have told you, yeah, you can't play it. Well, I only paid like $4 for it, so I'm not upset about it. And That's a price of two coffees. Yeah. Or one if you go to Starbucks. One, one day I might uh, might uh, upgrade the computer enough to be able to handle it. Um, there's we'll be playing Division 3 by then. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> yeah, by the time I upgrade it, I'll be uh, out with the new stuff anyhow. <laughs> uh, 
Um, other than that, I haven't really been doing much with video games. Um, actually, I do still play City of Heroes, and I uh, had it as my goal to uh, have a Blood Widow go from red side villains to blue side, and I managed to get that done today. She's level 20. Um, crazy, crazy man. You know. No, oh, sorry, she's 24, level 24. Yeah. Um, tabletop. Uh, unfortunately, February has been a really bad month for us, and we haven't been able to get together at all to play the game. Uh, so there are absolutely zero changes on that. Uh, however, on Wednesday, uh, Paizo dropped uh, the Game Mastery Guide for Pathfinder 2. So I've downloaded that and have been looking through it, using it to build monsters and so on. Uh, let's see, anything else? Uh, no, that's that's pretty much how it's been for the last one for me. So ready to move on to the next person. Alright, let's move on to Dwayne. What's going on with you, man? Not a lot, I'll be honest. Um, so, it's been a very quiet month. I haven't gotten out to any movies. Uh, I still haven't seen Rise of Skywalker. Uh, haven't gotten to see Birds of Prey, so I'm kind of, I'm a little envious of uh, those of you who have. I've been curious about it. Uh, TV-wise, uh, did see the, at least most of the first episode of October Faction. I like it. Uh, largely because uh, I'm a fan of the lead actress, uh, lady named Tamara Taylor, if I remember right. Uh, she was Cecile on Bones for a very long time. If any of you guys have watched Bones. I love Bones. Um, so, nice thing. Also, uh, I'm kind of looking forward to... Uh, I follow a lot of Canadian show business people on social media. It's kind of fun. Uh, one of the guys that I follow, his name is uh, Deo Ade. Uh, only thing I really know him from is uh, Degrassi Junior High. Played uh, a character called BLT back then. He's been on a bunch of stuff since then. Uh, notably, uh, there was a CBC show about Oh man, I'm metal blocking on the name, but it was it was actually a pretty good show. It was about uh, cops and medical personnel teaming up to deal with cases involving violent mental illness. So uh, it was actually a pretty good show. I, I but, thought for a uh, sec there, I thought, there, I thought you were going to start talking about Medical Police, which is a show I ran across on Netflix recently, which is just the worst show I've ever seen. Yeah. No, no, no. This was a uh, a done in one um, CBC, CBC show. Only lasted a season. Uh, had David Sutcliffe uh, from Gilmore Girls. He was the lead. Uh, but anyways, uh, so this fellow Deo Day is uh, showing up on October Faction. He's got a recurring role as someone called uh, Moishi, I think, or I don't know how you pronounce the name. But it looks interesting, so I'm looking forward to seeing that. Uh, and that, other than that, 
I've mostly to date on Legends of Tomorrow. Uh, they did a show. They did one episode that basically massive homage to 80s slasher flicks, and that was that was a lot of fun. Uh, but I'm desperately behind on Supergirl. I did see the final episode of Arrow. I thought it was a decent send-off. Uh, the only Flash I've seen this year is uh, the Crisis stuff. Uh, so yeah, just been lousy. Been doing some reading. Uh, kind of some on Travel Unlimited. In case any of our regular listeners are wondering, I'm halfway through December 2011. And are you going to have so, another uh, post coming up soon there, Dwayne? Hoping to. Hoping to. I need to get back to that. Yes. need to get back to that. But, uh, you know, there's there's been some good stuff there. Particularly enjoying some of the Thor stuff, uh, both in the main title and Journey into Mystery, which uh, is doing all the good Loki stuff, which was... Uh, highly acclaimed back when it was first coming out. So it's cool getting a chance to read it, because I didn't back then. Uh, on the book side, I've been reading an interesting novel, Encounter with Tiber, a science fiction novel from back the mid-90s. Uh, and the reason why it's kind of interesting is that the co-author is Buzz Aldrin. Yeah, hmm. I read I read. Yeah, I got that one when it came out. So, it's it's good. I mean, it's definitely... uh, I suppose you'd classify it as hard sci-fi because a a lot of it is based in reality, especially because, you know, I, I ended up looking up Mr. Aldrin because I was curious about... I mean, all I knew about the guy was that he'd been to the moon. Oh, no, no, wait. you got to do it right. Kneel before Buzz. <laughs> yes. But anyways, uh, Buzz Aldrin's background was scientific, mm-hmm. uh, not really military. And so he's continued on in that vein in that uh, he's done some very interesting collaborative work with other folks on orbital mechanics, including figuring out... Uh, an orbit where you could basically go to Mars and back in a couple of years and use almost no fuel. <laughs> oh, interesting. So, yeah. Um, kind of fascinating stuff there. But it's a good book. Um, got some different perspectives. And I've also uh, just recently, because there was a sale on, picked up uh the third book of the Dresden Files. Okay. Yes, yeah. I read some of those. Yeah. Um, I really like the Dresden Files. So I now have the first three in ebook, which is nice. Uh, I ended up buying the second one full price because I had the first one on a sale. The third one was on a sale. I'm going, eh, I, yeah, okay. I got to get the second one. 
if, if you want to read the actual hard copies, I've got a five box, a five book box set of like the first five books. Yeah. Oh, I have like the first seven or eight in paperback. Okay. On that, I'm actually rebuying them just because. Uh, I much prefer using my e-reader these days than actually holding a paperback book. On the gaming front, uh, Pat's already mentioned that we've had no luck. I'm not sure if I mentioned uh, that I was joining in on a 5th Ed D&D campaign. We had the first game of that. That was fun. We're supposed to be having uh, the second game not this coming weekend, but the weekend after. So I'm looking forward to that. I've actually managed to play twice on the Earthdawn West Marches thing that I mentioned last podcast, mm-hmm. and that's been a blast. Uh, came My character came very close to dying in the second game. <laughs> but, um, yeah, armor-defeating hits in Earthdawn are very, very nasty. And that's what he got hit with. So, and the uh, finally the online exalted second edition thing I've been taking part in usually runs a scene Thursday nights. Um, for our listeners, it's a Thursday when we're recording this, so I might be doing that tonight. Don't know. So, uh, yeah, really, that's about it. Quiet month for me. Hmm. I guess it's a pastor. Yeah, I mean, uh, I, I say we just move on to segment two, news and rumors. I mean, <laughs> there's nothing else that's left to be said, right, guys? Uh-huh. Oh, okay, Pat, go ahead. Let's hear about what you've been up to, like it was a party oh, yeah. or something. Well, I actually, for TV, um, started watching, well, Netflix, the second season of Titans. Oh, so good. Okay, so I enjoy the way that's going. Um, I was sick a while ago, so when I started going through... I was, didn't want to watch anything intelligent, so I went through all the John Wick series again. <laughs> yeah, but those are so much fun, though. Oh, that's just it's like, oh, I don't There's feel good. Oh, watch. Violence. Cool. More violence. Cool. Really amazing violence. Cool. Um, I feel slightly better now. <laughs> <laughs> um, I just noticed Rampage has dropped on Netflix. I'll have to check that out because it's a, one of those, probably like Dwayne said, a good, bad movie. Mm-hmm. Um, other than that, have uh, started the second another podcast uh, called All Things Warhammer. Recorded the last one on the second one on Sunday. I haven't had a chance to put it out yet, but we'll be going up this weekend. I'm also working on a couple of videos for well, uh, going to be doing a actual short comedy thing for the the Ottawa filmmakers. That's coming out in March 15th. So keep we'll put that up on our uh, weekend update. The other one is, yes, review for Birds of Prey. Um, mm. No, no, okay. I didn't even realize the, the stupidity that the director, Ewan McGregor, and other people were putting out where they're blaming guys for not watching the movie. The movie is not what people would be expecting at all in this time and age. It's basically a retelling of Tank Girl, is, is what the movie is. So if you enjoy Tank Girl, you'll enjoy, which I did, You'll like Birds of Prey. Hold it's on, it's, sort of it's not just a retelling of it, though. It kind of uses the same style as well, the Well, that's what I mean. That's like what I visually. Visual, that's what I meant. It's not... It's... Because the Birds of Prey... Well, because the, the, the full title is Birds of Prey and the Fantabulous 
emancipation of one Harley Quinn. Um, but the movie itself, the tone, the way they do things, is definitely got that tank girl feel to it. Uh, they even do a musical in there, a musical number which is very similar to the one they did in Tank Girl. And it's, you know, the main heroine's trying to chase down and rescue a little girl that's been captured by the big bad guy. I still like Birds of Prey, but it's definitely not Birds of Prey DC at all. And Harley Quinn is okay in the movie, uh, but again, she keeps changing from being a good person to being a complete psychopath, which I know it's her, her shtick, that's what, you know, she's a psychopath, sociopath. But again, when you do movies like that, it's hard to, for people to get into that type of character. And then when you throw that weird tone of the tank girl thing, you know, most people aren't, didn't like tank girl because it's hard to understand sometimes. Um, so this is, for me, why the movie is actually not doing as well as they expected. Because, like, well, you chose a really weird title. You're theme and tone changes and it's sort of, yes, Tank Girl with musical numbers here and there uh, so yeah, it's it's not for everybody and unfortunately they could have done a much better job of it if they sort of stuck with a different type of tone you know, and that is what I think hmm. Yeah, but it was still fun it's a fun movie well, like I said, if you like Tank Girl mm-hmm. you'll like this movie if you did, if you hated Tank Girl, you're not going to like this movie, right? I happen to enjoy Tank Girl, so I, I did enjoy Suicide Squad. Oh, sorry, Birds of Prey, <laughs> Suicide Squad Two Point Eight. Yes, but like I said, it's Tank Girl is, wasn't for everybody. This movie is the same thing. It's not if you if you wouldn't be a fan of Tank Girl, you're not going to enjoy this movie. That's all. There's yeah. Going. Keep hmm. in mind that even within our audience. The percentage that have actually seen Tank Girl is probably fairly low. Actually, no, no. I think with our audience, it's actually pretty good. Our audience, dude. Not not many people saw Tank Girl when it came out. No, but you're talking our no. audience. Also, nobody saw yeah, Tank Girl when it came I, out. That's the problem. No, but that and that's why I'm saying that's why Birds of Prey isn't doing well. It's like the thing is, people are like, <laughs> oh well, if it's really good. Like the thing is, you know, if it was really good, word of mouth would have propelled it in the second week and to do well. Word of mouth mm. didn't do that because people are like, it's, I, you know, I didn't understand it. It's weird. It makes no sense because it's like Tinker. So, that, so that, that's, that's what I'm saying. I'm just, I'm, I'm just, I'm just saying like, I don't think there's going to be many people who are going to come out of there thinking, yeah, that was like Tank Girl. I don't oh, like that's, Tank Girl. that's different. That's different. You, you said know, our audience. Most, most, most of the, See, our no, audience... I, 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 even our with, even within our audience, and even within our audience, Tank Girl bombed. Big oh, no, but mm-hmm. our audience, I'm sure there's a fair amount of a good percentage of our audience that has seen it. Hold on. Mallrats uh, bombed, and it's still one of Kevin Smith's highest grossing movies in the long run. Well, okay, again, let's not say bomb. Everyone's using the term bomb, but it's not true. Oh, no, no, no. It was a, it was a theatrical no, no, disaster. I'm talking, birds of, I'm talking Birds of Prey. Birds of Prey didn't bomb. It didn't make as much money as expected, and because no one talked, they're, they're not including the marketing costs in there, but it's actually, you know, making a bit of money. Not huge returns, but it is making some money. You know, it's not the $700 million return, but it's doing okay. Right. So, it's same as, it's, it's like, 
Uh, Dread did bomb as well because it, it didn't recoup its initial budget. Birds of Prey has recouped its initial budget. Not by very much, but it did. So, um, um, the, One thing I will say about Birds of Prey, um, I did not enjoy the gratuitous... Um, uh, uh, R-rated, R-rated um, validation that was done completely unnecessary. Like there was so many motherfuckers and just other curses. Yes. It was it, it totally took me out of the show. Well, and again, because let's face it, the biggest audience for Harley Quinn is younger women, girls, right? Sure. Like that's that's that's, the that's their target audience. audience. Sure. And then you put it restricted on there. But well, okay, you've just cut off a big percentage of your audience. Well, yeah, but they were trying to catch on to the Deadpool thing. Right. right. But the thing is, though, like Deadpool, it, he's popular, yes, with young kids as well, but he's also popular with adults, right? Because of the way he is. There's, and it's also a lot of violence and everything. Whereas in the comics, Harley Quinn, and especially the animated stuff, she's not R-rated, right? No. So, oh, you don't? So, no. Uh, you're, you're wrong there, man. Yeah. You're wrong there. Uh, I, I'll admit, I completely forgot during my segment, and sorry to interrupt you on this one, Patrick, but... Uh, Harley Quinn, the animated series on Adult Swim. Okay, but they, yes, but, but again, that's for a lot of f bombs in it. It's yeah. also really good. But overall, though, Harley Quinn herself and, is, in a lot of stuff hasn't been underrated. Harley Quinn in the comics, while PG thirteen ish, because that's basically how comics are, has been pitched to adults. Oh no! Those guys, guys, if young you, guys want to nail her. There's no doubt, young guys want to nail her. Yeah, they really but did go pretty hard on the pervy male market as well. Yeah. However, the thing is, the biggest audience, the biggest target audience for Harley Quinn is still younger teen girls. That's the ones who like her a lot. And when you put the restriction on top of there, and and then you know, like you cut off a big chunk of your audience just that way. And then yes, we're doing the motherfuckers just on purpose because it's same as in Logan. Hey, look, we're R-rated, so now we can show breasts once for no reason. You know, it's just we're we're, we're restricted now, so we can drop a lot of motherfuckers and f bombs on purpose. It really took me out of the the movie, unfortunately. And Hello. Oh, I, I, I just don't know how you think that the main audience for Harley Quinn is younger women, because she's never been marketed there at all, ever. No, no but she is. If you go to the comic cons and stuff like that, that's like they're they're big. The girls, that's where they she's, sell a lot of stuff. She, she's she's a popular cosplay. There's no doubt. And for younger <laughs> girls, she's that's unfortunately they they one girls buy it. Like there's a lot of. Uh, Market uh, merchandise and stuff sold to kids for her, and so she is she is big with young girls. And when you put it on restricted, you cut them out. Like again, it's also because the movie was not, you know, tonally with what DC has been doing. So uh, for gaming wise, haven't been doing too much. Um, sometimes with the with Chris's group for the Friday night stuff, but we did Pendragon uh, a little while ago. And this Saturday, a huge session because our buddy Bruce is coming to town. So the uh, the boys will be meeting the uh, four horsemen of the apocalypse, and that's going to be cool. And that's uh, it for me with books just being more warmer for the case stuff. 
All right, let's move on to our next segment, segment two, mm-hmm. which is news and rumors. What do you guys got? I, I've, I've got nothing for this. I got a big all. one. It's a big one. Okay. okay. It's related with Disney. Bob Iger has stepping down as CEO of Disney. Yeah. And he's not leaving Disney. He's going to become chairman of the board, which is actually the overall big boss. But he's not going to be running the day-to-day stuff anymore. Uh, he's taken. He's taken out. He's no longer going to be the CEO of Disney. Well, what does that mean to us, the consumer? Well, what that means to you is because there, it's no one's really sure yet. Because by stepping away from the day to day, he can now start focusing on things he thinks Disney should go into. Um, the long-term strategic planning. More, yeah, like the uh, streaming stuff. Or for Paul, there's also things that he think he might start having more of an influence on some of the Star Wars stuff. No, no, that's actually actually good. Bob Iger. Well, if it's if it's good, if it's good. Bob Iger has done a lot for. He's the one who brought Disney was losing tons of money, tons. Bob Bob Iger is the one who's made Disney into the unfortunately juggernaut that it is. But you got to give him credit. That's great for shareholders, but as an end consumer, that's not necessarily the thing that's important to me. He brought Marvel into the fold. He brought. He's responsible for getting Fox into the fold. So, you know. It, it, it's good a chance it might work out. Um, the other one is uh, Scott Bakula has said he'd be interested in doing a uh, revamp or another one of Quantum Leap. I uh, never really that. got into the show when it was first running through, so I don't really care about that. Right. Uh, I'm not sure how that is going to happen, but there's that's rumors. Yeah. I was much more of a sliders guy. I, I find that you either like one show or the other. People usually don't like both. Actually, I like mm-hmm. both. Yeah, they, they both had their... Inter- their they were different. Yeah. Sliders was more tongue-in-cheek. Sort of oh, yeah. It was, super, it was more like a fun thing, whereas... Um, Quantum Leap. Quantum was Leap was more kind of... Not, not really sci-fi, but just like social commentary. Drama. Exactly. It was also a drama-type thing and stuff like that, so... Uh, I don't know. I think one of the biggest rumors that's come up the last few weeks was uh, with uh, uh, Didios being hired from DC. Yes. The uh, talk of uh, Marvel, well, DC being offered to Marvel by AT and T. I I think that would be uh, very interesting. Now it's only the comics; it wouldn't be the movies. But uh, yeah, but I that, that would be so interesting. I I have to admit. One, I'm not a Punisher fan, but I think it would be really interesting to see a hate triangle Batman, Punisher, and the Joker. <laughs> <laughs> well, Punisher would just try to kill him, whereas yeah, Batman would have to stop him from from being killed. I guess. No, no, yeah. Batman would, would uh, Punisher no. would kill the Joker. He'd kill the Joker. Well, that's, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, Punisher would definitely kill the Joker. But yeah. Batman doesn't want to kill people, so he would try to stop the Punisher from killing the Joker, even though he's like their arch nemesis. Mm. Yeah, yeah, I, I think it would be interesting. And you know, everybody talks about who's bigger, Superman or the Hulk. I'd want to see Superman and uh, Silver Surfer. Ooh, trying to see who's who's the big. See, at that point, now you're talking galactic battles, so that would make yeah. more sense than Superman versus Hulk. I mean, Superman. Well, no, no, don't forget Hulk. He, he he he's super invulnerable as well, and he keeps getting stronger the matter he gets. Pat, they've already done this in the Marvel Universe. You throw Hulk into space, he loses consciousness, he's no longer the Hulk. Boom, done. Superman can, can do that with one finger. It, it wouldn't even be a contest. It wouldn't even last seconds. 
he, he, that depends he, on who's writing it. Fine. That, it. Okay, that, that's true. But if done you ta- it, they've done Hulk versus Superman. If, if you talk about it logically, there is no way Hulk would even stand a chance. It would be over well, in seconds. You know who'd win? Yeah. Xavier versus Superman. Oh, that yeah, wouldn't stand a chance. He he has no he has no uh, defense against mental powers. That's one of yeah. the that's one of the things he's weakest to mental and magic. Yeah. That's how you get yeah. Superman. Yeah. Uh, uh, an interesting team on Superman and Captain America just teamed up working together. Um, that would be like Superman and Aquaman would be no, 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 completely. No, no. One guy would be everything. The other guy would be useless. Yeah, yeah. Superman and Batman. Oh, Superman and Batman is a team-up that happens all the time, and Batman often will his ass because he's smarter than Superman. <laughs> Nobody... <laughs> yeah. But... You know, Actually, Thor, Thor versus... Thor versus Again, now you're the magic, which is something he's weak to. So, yes, yeah, Superman w- could be defeated by Thor. We can do this all night, man. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I think, I think this, this should be a fucking segment three. Let's make this into a segment three. Not today, but sometime in the yeah, future. Okay. Who, who could beat oh, Superman? Man. And of course, Shazam would finally be able to be Captain Marvel again. Yeah, I'd say Ant Ant Man could. He goes into Superman's brain. Um, I don't well, know if he, he, if he could pass through the. How Ant Man would beat Thanos in the movies? So, yeah, okay, <laughs> well, you're right. Yeah, this should be a whole segment three. Some other for our next one. Seriously, okay. we should definitely do this as a segment three. Does, does anyone have any news and rumors? I can't think of right now because I've been. Doing I don't know. We haven't already stuff. talked about. I've, uh, I've been doing a whole bunch of... I'm sure there's stuff we're forgetting. Mark, March 5th, Castlevania Season 3 drops on Netflix. Sure. Oh, actually, a whole bunch of news and rumors for Dev and I. Adepticon's coming up. We're going down to that. Uh, for us as well, we're doing Ragnarok XP in uh, Waterloo with our friend uh, Eric Rowan. I still have a mental block on the place where that's happening. I, I For the life of me, I can't remember that it's Waterloo. <laughs> okay, anyways... In Waterloo, uh, end of end of April, uh, the twenty sixth and twenty seventh, and then beginning of May, of course, is CTC. So there's stuff coming up for us for that. Uh, also, definitely, uh, Adepticon. Also, I do have one more news and rumor. This is more for uh, eventually, like in the next couple of months, on our Patreon. If you're a member of our, uh, if you follow us on Patreon, uh, you'll get access to this. I, I'm going to start being a game show host. And we're yes. going to start doing a Patreon-only game show. Um, it's going to start off with just the guys as the contestants, the the mem- people who are here on the panel. But eventually we're going to start including others. And uh, I want to do this at least um, maybe once a month, maybe once every two months. We haven't, quite decided, we haven't quite decided the format yet, but I am super excited about this. Yeah, I think that'll be fun. I think it'd be super fun. Uh, it's not going to be Star Wars trivia, as far as I know. It's like that's an annual thing that we do. But I'm thinking. So there's this. Uh, we'll, we'll talk about this offline. Well, well, this is more of a discussion for us but internally before we present it. Speaking of Patreon, Defrom. Yes. You you do. Oh my God! Yes, I always forget this. Uh, shout out to our number one Patreon fan, Aisha Turak, who's been our Patreon fan three months in a row now. Uh, yep. Last month, she complained that uh, that I didn't give her a shout out, even though there was one. Uh, it was just tacked on to our intro, <laughs> which apparently she skips. So I don't know how much of a fan she claims to be, but anyway, our number one fan, I should track. Uh, she's going to lose that next next month, by the way, as we've got a oh, new really? Patreon coming on um, starting oh, really? yeah starting uh, uh, the first of March. Can you talk about it now or no? Uh, no, let, let's let's wait until it's actually a done deal. But uh, but yes, so we're gonna have a, a different shout out uh, next month. Sorry, Aisha. 
<laughs> oh, we need to give him both shout-outs. We can give him both shout-outs. Uh, we'll see. Okay. <laughs> I do... I do have a little bit of news and rumors. If, uh, Great. I, time. I can't wait to hear it. So, um... One of the things that I've been meaning to mention, uh, any of you guys familiar with a comics company called Valiant? Of course. Yep. Mm. Uh, There is actually a Bloodshot movie coming out. Yes, with uh, Vin Diesel. Vin Diesel, yeah. It looks... uh, It looks... Yes, special. It looks B-grade, let's say? Yes. Yeah, that's that's what I was going to go with, yes. Very B. Very, very B. Yeah, I just find it interesting because uh, the folks behind Valiant have been trying to expand into other media for quite some time, unsuccessfully. So uh, not, I think the I'm not, closest... I'm not sure this is a way to do it. Well, I think the closest that they got until now was a web series based around Ninjak versus the Valiant universe. So... Uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm curious about it. And for the most part, I like Vin Diesel. So I might try to go see this. Yeah, one. he just has, except for Fast and Furious, he doesn't have very much luck with uh, franchises. Well, he did fine for uh, the Triple oh, X well, franchise. Riddick. Riddick. And, and, and Riddick. Yeah. yeah. And this little thing called Guardians of the Galaxy. No, that's not really him. He's done fine there. No, no, uh, that's not him. It's yeah, him. He, he had, that's no, no, just his voice. Yeah, it, that's a, that's more uh, Chris Pratt and yeah, all that. Yeah, he he's not the driving factor in that show yeah. at all. Uh, where, where it's fast no, and Yeah, but you know, no, he's I, still I, a part of it. No, yeah, Definitely. but we're talking driving force, and he's except for yeah, we'll get Riddick did well and Fast and Furious, but Fast and Furious is an ensemble thing, too, yeah. right? Um, he tried the what was that the supernatural one he tried there, the last witch hunter or whatever. Uh, I saw it. I enjoyed it. Yeah, but it was a, it was a good little. Yeah, it, I mean, it wasn't like super great. Can, can <laughs> it we wasn't say that bad? Can we say it was another B grade movie? Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Um, so he's found his so genre. <laughs> yes. Well, he is. You know, one of the fun things with Diesel is he is a huge geek. Yeah. And stuff. So is Harry Kemp. He does, have a, he does have that, yeah. Doesn't he have a web series for Dungeons and Dragons? He does have a web series where he's playing different ones, yes. Um, also, Harry, Harry Cavill's also a geek, too, though. Yeah. Uh, also, more importantly, Sam Witwer and uh, Freddie Prince Jr. do a weekly, monthly Star Wars role playing game campaign that I think oh. is now available on um, uh, YouTube. So okay. I'm, I'm going I'm to see if I can find uh, links to it. And uh, and get that. So Sam Witwer plays uh, the voice of Darth Maul in the animated series The Clone Wars, and also in Rebels. Um, he was also the voice of Maul in the uh, Han Solo movie. Yes. And he played a couple of storm. Uh, he played a stormtrooper, at least one stormtrooper, in uh, one of the Skywalker movies too. Um, Sam Witwer is a great actor, and um, I love the fact that he's a nerd, and he yeah. he's a, he's a great GM as well. I think that yeah. Dev, that's an interesting segue. Should we go to for segment three? Yeah, let's uh, let's move mm-hmm. on to segment three. Oh, sorry. Oh. Um, are you still going, Dwayne? Well, yeah. I, I brought up one thing and then we ran with it. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> sorry, Dwayne. 
I did have a couple of other things, you know. Okay, uh, go ahead. Um, uh, mostly comics. So right now, Marvel Comics, they're gearing up for one of their traditionally big crossovers, uh, Empire, which is a fairly different take on the whole Kree-Skrull thing, and that uh, both races are joining forces and coming to invade Earth. So that's looking like fun. Uh, one of the center figures is Hulkling from the Young Avengers, who's leading the whole thing. So I find it, I'm going to be interested to see how he goes from hero to leading an invasion fleet. So there's that. And there's also a lot of interesting things going on because of Jonathan Hickman and his whole uh, X-Men Krakoa universe type deal. I think my favorite currently is that uh, there's a conflict between the X-Men and the Fantastic Four because Krakoa is set up as the hereditary home for all mutants. Guess who's a mutant? Franklin. Franklin Richards, who in current Marvel continuity is a teenager and feeling somewhat rebellious. So there's that stuff. On the DC side, they seem to be gearing towards what they're calling the fifth generation of DC Comics. And it's like they're going to continue kind of off on the side publishing books with the classic characters, but it looks like they're going to be kind of aging off the main folks and setting up successors. And the successors are not always who you would normally expect. So we shall see. And I mean, they're also doing some bizarre things. They just finished off a Wally West limited series by Scott Lobdell, and at the end of it, West ends up with both the Mobius chair and the power of Dr. Manhattan. Jesus. So have, yeah, so I have no clue where that's going. Oh, and, you know, he's still one of the fastest men alive. So, yeah. Oh, speaking of uh, Dr. Manhattan, I haven't finished the last book in the uh, Doomsday plot, the one where Dooms, uh, Dr. Manhattan comes into the DC Universe. I want to finish that. Yeah, sorry. I've heard I've heard some interesting things on that, but I won't say anything more. But anyways, mm. yeah, that was that was just so. The speculation, by the way, is that uh, how Didio was managing Fifth Gen is the reason why he was abruptly let go from DC. Uh. Uh, there have been issues with his management style in the past, from what I understand. He can tend to be very micromanagement. And apparently, like, the rumors are that this is how he started behaving as fifth generation was ramping up. And that uh, the higher-ups decided that that was enough. And the final thing I'm going to mention, um, the whole Bob Iger thing. Um, he is staying on currently for ch as Chairman Emeritus. Um, 
he basically, in interviews, has said he felt it was a great time to s step down because, you know, he bought Lucasfilm, he bought Marvel, he launched uh, Disney Plus quite successfully. He figures he's done enough. And when his contract is up in 2021, he's gone. He's not sticking around. Hmm. This is this is just him taking a lesser role till the end of his contract, and then that's it. Bob Iger's off to other things, and that's all I've got. All right, well, Disney, Disney's a good lead into our. Uh yeah, so segment three, um, we're, we're talking about streaming services and, and how and how they hold on how they become prolific and now everyone wants their own streaming service and how the uh, proliferation of of different paid streaming services is causing people to kind of move back to a pirate mentality when it comes to um, wa viewing shows that aren't available on the things they currently have, things like Netflix and Amazon Prime. So that's something that we wanted to kind of just have a little roundtable discussion about. Uh, what do you guys think about that? Has it has, is this something that you've found to be affecting your life? Uh, are you super interested in the, all these different streaming services? Are you willing to pay, pay out almost as much as we were paying out in cable? If you want to get all of them, um, there's there, I mean there's so many now. Well, also because like well, there's not just the big ones like Disney, uh, HBO. Like each, like CBS now has one and other ones, but there's also like one special specialty for horror, specialty for uh, drama and stuff like that. Yeah, but and those you can usually Prime, get. You can usually get those in via other channels as well. They're just no, no, no. Like no, you like okay, Prime. There's Prime, but then on Prime there's Stars and a few other ones, right? And they're. Um, there are extra points, like extra money per month. Right. So those are those used to be terrestrial channels or cable channels that you could get as part of your cable package. But since cable is pretty much gone, they found a new medium to do the same kind of thing, where you have add-on channels uh, for your streaming services, and that's yes, something that Amazon is is uh, is championing right now. Exactly, and that's what I mean. Yeah, and it's like okay, so I'm paying X amount per per month for Prime. Yeah. But then I also need. You know, like, if I want to watch Stars or a couple other ones, that's... I mean, it's not much per month, but when you start adding them all up... Yeah, you're paying as much or more than your old cable bill used to be. And the whole yeah. reason people wanted to do this streaming service like Netflix is where you can catch to everything avoid cable. to avoid having to pay for cable. Exactly. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I agree. Like, they're, they're, they're showing there is a rise in piracy again because if you pay a reasonable amount, people are okay with that. Yeah, right. Netflix at uh, uh, what even fifteen dollars a month was no problem. I add on Amazon Prime for that. Well, I use Prime for delivery service more than anything else. But this so so having Amazon Prime as a video service is just a bonus for me, really. Exactly. Yeah. And then Disney Plus, like okay, well, I got Disney now because I want to watch The Mandalorian and a few other ones. But I don't know if I'll keep it because it's more family oriented. But like I haven't been able to see uh, much of The Watchmen because I don't have HBO, right? And that's another service. And of course, if, okay, if, yeah. if you want to watch the new Star Trek shows, those are on uh, CBS's streaming service. Mm. And yes, there is. It's, it will influence again more, more piracy because yeah. you keep adding stuff up, and it's like okay. In the end, I'm paying because people. Some people still want to have their basic cable as well, right? Because uh, for sports or news or other stuff, some people still want to have their basic cable. 
Well, uh, although it's starting to depend on what sports you're talking about, because some uh, some yeah. sports are only now in Canada at least only available. For, uh, I'm talking specifically football. Things like Champions League, things like uh, the English Premier League are only available on a, a streaming service called DAZN, which I yes. fucking understand. Exactly, because yeah, the only way, and you can't show that at, at um, in bars either. Oh, uh, you can, really, you can, but you but just have to have them subscribe to the service. But if they aren't already paying that fee, then you're not going to be able to watch these things that well, we used to be able to just bars, walk into a bar to watch in the past. Yeah, and now, and it's not cheap either for that. Yeah, it's so, like twenty dollars a month or more. And when they're like, well, bars can afford. It's like, well, again, if they have to have a whole bunch of other streaming services at the same time. Mm-hmm. The next thing is I cut into the profits, right? Um, so yeah, and I could, and of course, you know, like we know for movies, and you know, Deb, you're a big fan of pi- well, I wouldn't say piracy because you actually don't pirate yourself. Oh no, I, I still torrent like sh- like crazy. It's it's a lot more difficult now because um, the searching for torrents has become more difficult because most most um, uh, search engines down. are um, actively blocking. The, the the keyword torrent so yeah. actually finding things to torrent has become more difficult but it it to to replace that um, there there are other streaming sites which aren't for pay you have to be careful when you use them because there's a high chance that there's going to be some sort of malware attached to it so mm-hmm. if you don't have proper ad locker and if you don't have a proper uh, antivirus uh, you could very easily get infected so it's 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 dangerous but if you know what you're doing. Um, you could watch just about anything as long as you are willing to search for it. Yeah, and like I said, I understand, yes, this the, there's going to be more piracy because with more streaming services coming out, like, you know, specialty ones, even though only $4 a month, you're like, yeah, but each one, if only each one's like between 4 and 5 as add-ons, that mm-hmm. still adds up a lot. Like, even Patrick, he's not going to have all of them, right? Right. Well, that I was going to say, you know, as I mentioned earlier, we can't cut our cable and now we've got to decide which of the major streaming services we want to keep. Yeah. I mean, Pat, I could just give you my Netflix password if you want to cut that one out. <laughs> <laughs> but even Netflix is actually Netflix starting to cut down. all that expensive, though, even though the prices have been going up on it. Yeah. <gasps> and also, not enough. Yep. And I was going to say, even um, Netflix now is starting to, uh, you know, be trying to track people for multiple logins, right? No, they're not actually. They go out of their way to allow you multiple uh, logins for things like family members. So I have the highest cost account uh, because I have, uh, I think, four uh, um, four active um, viewings in different uh, locations simultaneously. So okay. I've got a. Uh, I basically. My whole, my whole family shares it. So my parents, when they're on the boat, they can watch whatever they want to watch. My sister, when she's at her place, can watch whatever she wants to watch. Jen can be watching something upstairs while I'm watching something downstairs. So we, everyone has like their own. Um, it's not their own account, but they they have their own uh, log. Well, they account. They, they can share. Yeah, profile. so they they have their own uh, profile. Profile. Yes, thank you. Profile. Exactly. And and Netflix. Um, one of their selling points is that. This is actually allowed. Like this is something they they don't necessarily encourage it, but it's something that they built into their pricing scheme for people who want to share with their family members. Yeah. But like I said, yes, I I could see definitely uh, piracy becoming bigger because again, it's same as this software idea. Mm-hmm. You know, if software is reasonably priced, people are willing to pay for it. Right. And you start charging tons of money, it's like, well, wait, 
why am I paying that much for Windows or Office or stuff like that? So well, here's the yeah, funny thing: we software has gone in another direction though, because now you get so much stuff that's available for free, but it's uh, well, play or here, here's one I can tell you for Adobe Premiere or Adobe After Effects, which is a really great editing software. Charges you the only way to get it is pay thirty some odd dollars per month. That's it. Yeah, you, there's no other way to get access to it. You're like, well, thirty dollars a month isn't too bad, but Okay, that's per year. It's thirty-three. So you're talking it's over three hundred fifty dollars per year. Mm-hmm. You're paying nonstop every year. Yeah, yeah software so as a service. You know, I despise software as a service. You know, and that's that adds up. So, like I said, you know, when you throw that on top of now, okay, streaming services. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah, I could see people just saying, you know what, screw it, I'm gonna just start torrenting again. Yeah. And it is making a resurgence. Yeah. And uh, and I think eventually it's going to have to happen where the streaming services will be cutting themselves off because it's just too much money for people to, to afford. Well, we'll probably see uh, a lot of amalgamation starting to happen. That services will buy other services. Right. Yeah, sort of like you'll get a third party and then be like, get these channels... Through and basically, what we have to cable is now, you know, you you sign up to a package which is made up of a whole bunch of smaller ones, you know, and it's it's going to be the same thing all over again. Yeah, we're not we're not going to escape it. No. We're not going to escape it. <laughs> well, I mean, the whole idea behind it is to make money in the first place, right? Yeah, yeah. but this comes down to what's the mar like what's the margin, right? Uh, but like I said, what's the margin between making money but not driving people into piracy? Because mm-hmm. you have to have that. It's a fine line. It's like, okay, we want to make money, but if we charge too much, people will pirate. Anyways, that's my. Yep. Your two cents? Two cents. So we're going to try to record everyone uh, in March before Dev and I go to Adepticon. Yeah, so our plan for the next episode is the 21st, I believe. Oh, that's, uh, once again, something we can take offline. This doesn't have to be recorded. No, I'm just saying for our listeners, we're going to try and have one in March. Uh, before Adepticon, we're hoping. Um, and then we're also going to try to record at Adepticon, maybe yes. grab some of the anonymous tabletop people or others, uh, other friends of ours from uh, either the Chicago area or who come down specifically for this uh, this convention. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's, so that's that's all I have for today's episode. Um, I don't know if you guys want to talk about anything else or we can just say goodbye. Goodbye. Yeah. <laughs> I think Pat has made the decision for us, although he has no actual power because, as Paul has confirmed, this is my podcast. Oh, fuck <laughs> off. Uh, that was from a conversation we had earlier when we were playing uh, Division together. <laughs> yeah, that's like Paul's like, it's your podcast. Like, no, no, it's yes, not it podcast. is 100% correct and accurate. Thank you, Paul. Confirming once at again, least, this is my at podcast. least until uh, Saturday. It is. <clears throat> Wait, no, we've already done that, haven't we? Done what? It's, it's everybody's podcast, yes. <laughs> uh, anyway, so thank right. you for joining <laughs> us for another episode of the Out of the Basement podcast. Thanks, bye, Thanks, bye. bye. Thank you for joining us for another episode of the Out of the Basement podcast. We'd like to thank Radio Free Music for our intro and outro music. Both songs were done by an amazing artist named Silent Partner. 
The intro music is called Drop and Roll, and the outro music is called Grand Navy Plaza. And we'll have links to both those songs in our show notes. If you liked what you heard and wish to support the show, please consider becoming a backer on Patreon. We can be found at patreon.com slash OOTBpod. Thanks again for joining us, and we'll see you next time. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Out of the Basement Podcast. My name, as always, is Devin Turek. Oh, crap, I don't have a... Uh, <laughs> I don't have a can to even open, if I, even if I wanted to, so... I don't I know what you think. Let's start over. It is online, or it is later for the Uber for Reels for the Patreon people. Yeah, maybe. Alright. Stop laughing! We're so bad. How much do you charge and not have people pirate? But they make money. Oh my god, Paul. Paul, what? I should have put my phone on silent. Yes. Uh, Yeah. Why is it still going? Why are you letting it play? Why are you still letting it play? I'm going to have to cut all that shit out now.